This is the Skirted Roundtable. I'm Linda Merrill from Surroundings. And this is Megan Arquette from Beach Bungalow 8. And Joni Webb with Cote Texas. And this week on the Skirted Roundtable, we are welcoming Nathan Turner, L.A.-based interior decorator, and he appeared on last year's season one of Million Dollar Decorators, um, and a little bit on this season. So, Nathan, thank you for joining us at the Skirted Roundtable. Thank you so much for having me. Well, we're excited to talk to you about your beautiful new book and what's going on with your um, shop called Nathan Turner in L.A. and um, and your business. So one of the things we'd like to hear, and our listeners who are a lot of designers um, and design industry people, is where, um, you know, our guest backgrounds were, where did you come from and how did you um, develop your career? I know from our previous podcast, you actually have a B.A. in business and economics, so um, good memory. <laughs> um, so, you know, we want to hear how you went from business to interior design. I actually went straight to it. I, I completely fell into the business, um, which isn't to say that it wasn't something that was part of me. I just wasn't really aware of it yet. But I, I like so many kids in school, did not know what to do. Um, and coming from a really practical family, uh, I decided to major in business and economics. And it was so insanely boring. I had to do something fun. And I minored in Italian and did a, a study abroad program for a year and then stayed for a summer and, and then went back later. But I, I really loved it. And um, after college, I met an antique dealer in Orange County through um, actually through my mother and her decorator at the time. And um, started working for him. It's kind of just, you know, a fun summer job thing and totally fell in love with it. I, I couldn't even believe that that was, <laughs> that was a job, you know, that you could go travel to Europe and shop around and bring things back and sell it and completely fell in love with it because it's, you know, a different every time. And I, I always loved history and, and there's so much of that it, you know, in the antiques business. Um, so, so after that, I, I worked with him for about two and a half years and then I decided to open up my own store. Um, what year was that? When did you open up the one I in Almont court? I opened up my store around 2002. Oh, I didn't realize I'd have been there that long. Yeah. I, um, yeah, it was, it was 2002 because I, I was going to do it in New York and this, California boy lasted about nine months in New York and I was like <laughs> turn around go back home it's freezing here um and I, I I opened in LA in 2002 and had no idea what I was doing I mean I I had the, I had a understanding of how to buy and great sources in Europe and that sort of thing but as far as the business side of it I was you know it was a total baptism by fire but you, know, you had I know, had I known that you know all the things that could come up going into it, maybe it would have scared me, and I wouldn't have done it anyway. So, ten years later, I, I'm still around. Did Nathan, you? Uh, yes. Would Would we know who the antique dealer was that you? Yeah. He, well, he's in L.A. now. He was in um, Orange County, but now he's in. L.A. on La Cienega, Lee Stan. It's Lee. I thought it was Lee when yeah. you were saying those. Lee I wonder if it's Lee. I love Lee. We've yeah. had him on here before on yeah. the Round Table. Yeah, such great stuff, too. Oh, he does. Yeah, he's got such great style. So when you opened up your shop, was the intent um, to provide design services as well or to Never. have a shop? And, and I, yeah, I did. It was just to open up a shop, and I always knew I wanted to do more. I just didn't know what and when and how the one of the first things I did when I opened up the shop and one of the reasons I picked the little place on Almond is it had a tiny little kitchen it wasn't a full kitchen yet but then I, I made I put in a range and everything else because I really always loved to cook and entertain and I loved when going on buying trips to France and Italy in particular you would be invited into the back and there'd be some kind of pasta and wine and that sort of thing. And I always thought it was so charming and wanted to kind of create that same experience in my own store. And I put in the kitchen and I started 
cooking dinners. I didn't know really very many people at all in LA. I'm from Northern California. And one of my first friends, literally, I met her a, a month after opening up my store was Mary in McDonald. And <laughs> I'm just laughing. It just, I could hear her screeching in, in my head just as I said her name. <laughs> so she, she actually was really helpful um, and generous with me and she helped me, you know, not make as many mistakes as I did in the beginning because I just, I didn't know. I don't, I didn't have that practical experience of working for a designer or, you know, that kind of where, you know, where you get practical knowledge on how to, you know, find sources and painters and upholsters and all that sort of thing. So she was really helpful that way. I think that's a really, actually a really um, good point. I think there's so many people who um, are interested in getting into design, but that is an area they can, you can go to design school if that's the route you want to take and all of that, but they don't ever seem to really teach you the business side of it. And I think that when I, you know, I think people get, are really startled by the fact that it's actually a business. It's a small business usually, and you're running it, and there's PR, and there's sourcing, and there's, you know, um, accounting. And, and then, oh, yeah, you happen to also be a designer, which is 5% of it. So I right. think that that is so, I mean, you're so fortunate that you were able to tap into someone like Mary, of all people. Well, like you said, just practical things of, uh, you know, who's, you know, that three-tiered, level of upholsters like your really cheap upholster and your really fancy one and and a painter and a, a decorative painter and all those sorts of things that you don't know and how do you bill and do you mm -hmm. have a contract and all that sort of thing and I've actually found um well going back a little bit I once I started you know heavily getting into the store then people came in and would say oh can you make my house look like this and so the decorating started. And again, I didn't have that practical experience on how to bill and how to the, to have a proper contract, which is so important. And, and I say that having been burned um, by not having a proper contract. Um, and, I, and I found that at least here in L.A., amongst a lot of the designers that I know and that are, I'm friends with, we all will kind of share and... I'm just saying my friends, not every single one of us out here, will share, like, oh, here's my contract, but you really should put this in it because, you know, if I hadn't had had this, I wouldn't have had to return my design fee or whatever the, you know, mistakes one makes. Mm -hmm. um, I've, all, I've really, you know, appreciated that kind of camaraderie and sharing, and I'm happy to do it myself because of it. You know, I'm curious about the cooking. Uh, do you do that now in the shop? I mean, I don't in the new shop because I'm just too dang busy. And yeah. I, it really, part of me is sad by it because I kind of feel like, oh, that was my old store. And it's like kind of an end of, I was, I constantly, I was constantly entertaining in the other store, whether it be a little dinner or a big, you know, themed party. But I have just gotten so busy that I don't even know when I would be able to do it. Yeah. Well, I guess that's yeah. a good problem to have. <laughs> it is. It is. I, I threw a book party for my friend Oberto Gili for his book. And then I am, I was meant to have a book party for Caroline Rome next week, but she had to postpone. So we're going to do it in the spring. So if it's something special like that for a friend, 100% I'll do it. But the days of kind of throwing something together at the last minute or that kind of thing seem to be over for now, but maybe not forever. Huh. I've been to some really fun and beautiful parties in that courtyard of your old place. Wasn't it cute? Back it was there? really cute. It was always so sparkly and it just had a really warm, intimate vibe to it. Um, I want to go. Who's there now in that space? Well, Catherine took over half of my old store. And then in the back, sadly, you're just kind of businesses. It's not really designed. Oh. Yeah, it was cute when you guys were all there. Yeah, it was myself and, and Joe Parrish from Harbinger and Peter Dunham. It was really fun. 
They'll remind me of each other a, a little bit. Uh, your styles, Peter and, and you, y'all have that same kind of warm, cozy, Relaxed. friendly type of yeah, you know, that's design. A, I take it as a compliment because I love yeah, style. I do and I think that we both do. I definitely, it's, I use his fabrics like crazy and I, I do see a similarity and I like that it's not, his thing is not super decorated, which is kind of how I am too. Yeah, I like yeah. that too. That appeals to me. It's funny because Joni, when you're saying that, um, you know, in LA, go, you know, as you were saying, uh, Nathan and Peter and everyone, there is that sort of common thread that maybe it's maybe it's a kind of California laid back linen block print linen, you yes. know, thing. Uh-huh. And it's so funny because you have always had this very distinct, what I think of as Houston sort of must be a Houston thing. So I bet you definitely see the the difference. Yeah, but I love the I love the California style because it's so much more colorful. In Houston, we're all white, you mm, know. Yeah. And I get tired, and I love I see it, you know, and I just go, oh God, I'd love to do that, you know. But I don't know. It's always white. <laughs> yeah, we love color. I love color out here, and I feel like California really lends itself to a lot of color and. And like Megan said, the linen, I always say that, you know, linen is like California's velvet. You know, you Uh can put it anywhere. It's like still, it can be fancy or it can be laid back. Uh That's so true. I hadn't thought of it. It's it's, actually, it's kind of interesting. It is regional. Um, I know that we have people that listen to this show um, in Australia and and, um, in Europe. They have a certain look. They they have very bright pink. Yes. Greens and blue. Yeah. yeah. I think of uh, Anna. Yes, um, Byron. Yeah. She, to me, is the sort of quintessential Australian look that does really strong, saturated colors and a lot of citrusy brights. So it's interesting. I'm loving this book of yours. I'm sitting here scanning through it. Um, oh, thank I you. I sound so a little much. distracted. That's what I'm doing. I'm sitting here scanning through your um, the book. It's gorgeous. That's what I've thank been doing. You. <laughs> And talk about colorful. I know. I think that's why we're all sort of having these kind of bits of silence because I'm sitting here going through it. I am too. <laughs> the There's a I, lot of color in that book. That's there, for sure. It's like, wow, it's really colorful it's, when we got laid out. Yeah, it's but really You know what? It's also very cluttered, and I love that look. That's another kind of California look where there's, you know, paintings on the walls and there's throws on all the sofas and there's piles of pillows and it's just a you know it's not that spare yeah i love stuff i always joke that i'm a maximalist i I love a lot of things i was reading that through your when you did ion skies ioni how do you pronounce the name um her space and that you were a little nervous because she does have one of these mid-century modern um, I don't know if she has a noise what is what she have, but she but you were nervous about working with her because you were not doing something very spare was not your normal way of decorating. But um It was it was I actually was really nervous and because I just thought, how am I gonna deal with this kind of glass box thing mm-hmm. and still do what I do, which is try and create something warm and cozy and personal. And that's why she wanted me to do the house. So she you know, she has to warm it up. And she didn't want, you know, kind of this, like, severe period Neutra situation. Um, And I actually had so much fun with it. And in the book, there's another mid-century house in Malibu that I did. And by that time, I was like, oh, oh, I know exactly what I want to do. And it it was really fun because I really do like that kind of clean line, modern thing mixed in with what I do. And I I think it kind of balances a bit. Mm Mm-hmm. But I know that sort of how it can be a little daunting, but I think your approach is so, with hers, it's so, I remember seeing that in, um, it was published in, what was it, Domino? It was in C, out here. Oh, okay. I remember seeing it. And um, and you use Peter's fig fabric, which I love so much. Don't you? But you know what? I haven't ever seen it used in the way you're you're using it. I always... And I've actually used it on club chairs, like as slip covers, and right. a little looser. So I hadn't thought of it this way. I love how you paired it with these lamps, and you you mixed it with the very Danish 
furnishings. Oh, yeah. Never would have thought of that. Brilliant. Is that in the book? Yeah, it's on page 96. Page 96. Okay. okay. It's like we're in like a, one of those um, courses, online courses. <laughs> You'll turn to page 96. I'm going to ask you about that's, chair. That's what we do. <laughs> he used it as the curtain. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But he somehow figured out how to make it. Has, it suddenly has now a, more of a Palm Springs feel. Where I And you get Amanda Peet, who starred in Something's Gotta Give. Oh, her house is it. so pretty. Uh, I actually did her house twice. That was the first time around. And then, this, and then the second time around, um, there was an addition into the kitchen and everything. And it was still the same vibe, but just... just and, 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 and a new look. Is she as gorgeous in person as she is on the She screen? is actually a really beautiful girl. Stunning. She is. She reminds me a lot of, like, Carol Alps, you know, the, oh, the yeah. model from the, the, the dark, the brown hair and the blue eyes. Really pretty. You know, another thing that y'all are so lucky is all the Spanish Mediterranean architecture, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean... It just makes anything look good. Just well, this vintage, this these nineteen twenty, the old ones do. Right. There's some a lot of really bad new ones happening. Amen, ladies. <laughs> I mean, there's some real doozies out there that like I put in quotes Mediterranean Spanish. But you're right, the nineteen twenties Spanish houses out here are sublime. They're oh, really so yeah. charming. What do you I, mean they're like Mac Mansions and they're just oh my, over? Okay, where I live, Nathan and I live in Manhattan Beach. Do I need to say anything more? Right. Um, it's, I don't even know what. It's like a Disneyland version of what someone might think of. Tuscany. What is it? Tuscany? Or, yeah. Or, I don't know what it is. I think that it's just, they all kind of say, say Mediterranean. And I think, well, that's a large, that's an awful large geographical yeah. to try and duplicate. And they all do it. And they're just crazy bad bad scale and you go in there's nothing cute and these 20s the ones that were done in the 20s are more spanish and adobe yeah. feeling and they have these you know some of the ceilings are are curved you know they don't just hit at a um, well i mean look on page 112 please on your book 112 <laughs> okay and scrolling, scrolling. i mean look at that staircase oh the staircase that is, is just gorgeous yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that all that iron work. No, oh, and all that's no. original. And the, the tile, the what? Is all that original, Nathan? The, tile, the iron work. Yeah, yeah well, that's it. original. Yeah, Who so pretty. Is that? That's, that's Amanda's. No, that's, that's Adrian. Oh. Is that the one with all the maps? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, oh. that was Adrian Grenier's out in Los Angeles, oh. and all of that, uh, the iron work was original, and then the, it had, is it wood floors on the stairs? Yes. Or yes. Yeah, and then. That we were able to keep, and then the w- original wood floors were rotted, and so we did all reclaimed um, terracotta tiles from Guatemala that were really great. Oh, I see oh. that. Maybe in this, in the living room. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I just love what you did here with the oversized maps, and then the Suzani bench. And, I mean, I just. But he was so, he's such a like dude that you know <laughs> to go in and decorate his house. It couldn't be like really. Yeah decorated it's like he really is like you know there's always yeah. a bunch of hot babes around <laughs> the last thing he wants is like a bunch of pillows with trim and like uh-huh. oh, <laughs> but it was oh, really fun it was a fun project how long did you get to work with all these stars yeah it's it's fun um how Sometimes. long does, yeah <laughs> how long like for instance how long did that project take it took a long time because he it, dragged it out. Well, Come it, on, you dragged exactly. to be with it him. Was a, it was um, a construction and it was redoing the house and he's a like, super green activist. And so the house is, you know, platinum lead certified mm-hmm. and that took a long time to do the construction part and everything brought in had to be either reclaimed or recycled. Cisco. Or, yeah. All, uh-huh. all that upholstered furniture, Cisco. Uh-huh. Um, but all the tiles are reclaimed or they're made from recycled material, but then just like, you know, the solar panels and all of that kind of stuff really added time and a lot of money to it. 
I tell you what, if I had a client like that, I would say no thank you. I just couldn't do that. And I didn't really know anything about it. I know. I wouldn't know the first thing. I mean. So did you bring in a I consultant? A yeah. What's that? Did you bring in a consultant to talk about how to balance yeah, all of these yeah, things? He and has, one of his best friends is like one of the leading green consultants. And so every I would just constantly email her, which made it easy. I'd be like, is this okay? But I knew the majority of the <laughs> I use are antique anyway. Which so are fine. I was like, yeah. okay, I've got that. that's all good. Like anything that's been around, I'm not creating anything new. That was fine with him. But everything else, I just would email her and she'd be like, nope. But, and she'd also help me, like, this company is making great recycled tiles and that sort of thing. Oh. That's nice, because that, yeah. that's a huge amount of time to have to worry about. Is that the original um, fireplace mantle in that no. Los Feliz house? Yeah. Oh. That's a, it was probably uh, a tile was, or something. Yeah, a reclaimed one that we found, too. Mm -hmm. That's nice. But yeah. the original one was probably more... Was it anything? Was it one of those that sort of sits out away from the it wall? It wasn't what as I, it wasn't original to the house. The one we found, oh. kind of a weird, like eighties thing. Oh, put it in. Yeah, beautiful so. job. I love his house. Thank beautiful. you. Yeah. Just um, so uh, we asked. I well, I twittered, and so did Linda. If anyone had any questions, and I think I know what you're going to say, but. Someone wanted to know about holiday decorating. When is more is more too much? More is more. Too Gosh. Um, Mary would say, say more is more is always more Good. and never yeah. too much. But <laughs> I think holiday decorating, it's, you know, it's that thing when you, there's not a, a, a place to put a drink down. You know, when it's, there's so much stuff all over the, you know, the entryway and all the, the mantle and then every side table is, has like a Christmas tchotchke, then that's a little too much. But I do like decorating for the holidays. Um, but I, I don't want to cover every single surface. Do you get jobs like that to do typically, holiday decorating? Yeah, typically for clients. Uh -huh. typically existing clients that will ask and I always, it's sometimes it's just like the last thing I want to hear. But <laughs> clients, of course, I'll go over and help them figure out what they're going to put on their tree and, and do their garlands. And, and there's a couple great companies out here in L.A. that do it. And so if I can just kind of pick everything out for them, then they'll yeah. just execute it. So it saves time. Oh, that's good. How big is yeah. your staff, Nathan? Um, I have learned five. So pretty, pretty lean and mean. Small, yeah. yeah considering everything we have going on. Are um, you still manufacturing a furniture line? I that... still have a collection with Elite Leather, so I don't have to do. It's it's a licensing deal, so it's great. Once I design the stuff, then I don't have to do that much with it, other than get out and sell it. Um, but how's, yeah, I still have the line. How's that been going? That now that launched like a year and a half ago or something like that? It actually launched about three and a half years ago. Oh. It's going really well. Like we've done, it's, they've, they've had, um, been really happy with my line. Um, in fact, we just got off the phone two days ago and they want me to come up with some new pieces. So it'll just, I think it'll just keep going. That's great. Yeah, it's fun. Um, okay, so the big question is, why are you not on this season? What happened? I mean, did it, well, it keep personal or it was, you know, I don't, there's, I would never say anything negative about it because too many great things have come from it. Like I cannot tell y'all the opportunities that have come from that show. Um, and, and really exciting ones and, and things that have been, have taken my business to a completely different place really the reality of it is it wasn't the right fit. It wasn't the right format for me and my personality. You know, I just, I'm just kind of laid back. I'm just like a laid back guy. Like, I, you know, I'm not going to you weren't bringing say the drama. Or anything too crazy <laughs> yeah. ever. And, you know, and isn't that the bottom line? You know, not because I was afraid or, or you know, it was really the way what you saw is, is how I am. Yeah. Um, and, and I think it just is, wasn't the right, 
I'm on. I, you know what, the way it is right now is I couldn't, it's a dream situation for me because I actually taped a lot with Mary and there's a couple episodes coming up later where we did a bunch of fun stuff together. And so I got to be a part of it, but then there was no kind of, uh, pressure or responsibility. Yeah. 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 Well, you were on a little bit in a couple at last week, um, sort of giving Mary a little advice, which is, you know, speaking to the sort of helpful nature of your group of friends out there of, you know, what do yeah. I do about this kind of thing, which is nice to see. That's I, one of the things I liked about the show, which I think you brought to it, which, you know, was the sort of pointing out that there's a lot of different personalities out there and not everybody is flamboyant and over the top and crazy and fun. And I mean, not that you're not any of those things, but you know what I mean. You know, that it's not it's just this. Right. No, you I know. totally get what you're saying. And so yeah, it was nice I, to have the counterpoint of sort of the calmer, demeanored person. I think they should do a show with Mary and Nathan. I think I that know. would be I a think that would be a great show. <laughs> it would be, like, be like Will and Grace decorating. It would be. Yeah. I mean, it's all so funny together, you know. Yeah. No, that was real. That was when I had the most fun with the show. Yeah. It was when Mary and I stuff together because it's that's how we really are and you know she, she we're we're a, a funny duo and uh that that was a lot of fun and so it was fun to do it again for season two i actually moved in with her oh really <laughs> yeah because i was doing redoing my place i, I oh, still mm-hmm. kind of am and so i was i stayed with her for a while which was really fun um, Which is really true. It's like, you know, anytime I am doing something at my own place, I'll, I'll go camp out over there. Nathan, let me ask you this. When, like, when I turn off the show, I'm always feeling like, God, if that was me, I would be crying right now. I mean, <laughs> the way everyone looks so awful, you know, emotionally. No, I literally, I, I, I turned well, you know, Joey, I thought the same thing a few times, too, last year. Um, do you really? I mean, I wonder, like, what is Martin thinking? What is Catherine thinking when she sees herself so crazy? You know, did you ever just hang, you know, turn off the TV and go, why did I do this? I, I hate this. I mean... I did. I had a number of those feelings. Yeah. Um, I, and, but, la, but I didn't do, you know, last season, I really, I didn't have any kind of, you know, yeah. weird moments or awkward situations or drama, which is kind of part of the problem, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, it's, just, that's not who I am and that's not what I wanted to like to be yeah. I've worked really hard to create my business, you know, mm-hmm. and the last thing I wanted to do was like, I wanted, you know, I wanted to show what I do for a living and, you know, not that's, and I told Linda last time we talked, I wasn't interested in kind of showing what goes on when I'm not working. Or what could yeah. go wrong, you know? Yeah. And you know, it's like, but it's also not like super exciting, I guess, for viewers when, something goes wrong, which as all three of you know, things go wrong every 10 minutes in in our business. But I also, and you know, I just had something yesterday and today that was just kind of one of those moments where you want to lay down on the floor in your office and be like, Oh God, what do I do now? (laughs) Um, And I did lay down on the floor in my office. (laughs) But you pick yourself up and you figure it out. And in my office, there's no shouting and there's no screaming and there's no, you know, it's just you figure it out mm-hmm. and then you carry on with it. And I guess, you know, that doesn't always make the best TV. TV right. right. I, I feel like my personality. It, I, I told everybody from the get go, you're never going to catch me screaming at a contractor or flipping out. It's just not how I am. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think you're right. I, it is at the, at the end of the day for Bravo, for those producers, it's, it's entertainment. And, and, you kind of have to sell your soul. It's a Faustian deal all of a sudden, because if you really want to be on the show and if you want to be a um, personality on a TV show, then you kind of have to throw yourself under the bus and look a fool every once in a while. Honestly, Megan, honestly, I'm shocked that any one of them agreed to be on. I agree. I I have to tell you, I totally agree. I think that you either have to like, 
Well, I think that if that's, I think that if you, I think you either, I don't know from anything, but my, my take on it all is that you, like Nathan's saying, look, I've got a design business. I'm a designer. I, you know, I'm doing this. This He obviously doesn't, didn't want to go out and create. Now I can see also on the other hand, someone finding it to be just a blast and just to be really funny. And you're, you're kind of messing with the audience a little bit. A hundred percent. And I think that that you either have that personality or you don't, and you can go into it and just be like, okay, I'm going to let it rip. And have a great time, but for me, that was that would wouldn't have been a good time. For me. And that's just, and it, I'm not judging anyone that it, it, right. it is. It's just like it's just a difference of personality, right? But Nathan, like, people come off looking so bad business wise, you know. And when we're twittering during the show, we're like, I don't believe it. Yes, you know? but and, jo- but Joni, they always end up with beautiful work done, and in the end, that's you well, know. I know that, but I mean. I know that, but I just wonder how. Um, well, and, and there has to be an art to every story, and there has to be someone who's kind of everyone ha- loves to hate. I mean, that's that's the way those shows get successful. The they have big businesses. Why do they want to ruin it? But I don't think they are ruining. I, I don't think they're, they're ruining, ruining it. it. Okay. Yeah, I don't okay. think it ruins the business necessarily. I think it's you know PR is PR, and right. as long as you're being talked about, yeah, it's I think it depends on what you want to do too, because you could maybe who knows what parlay it and turn it into. I I actually got great clients from it and you know some of the, some of the comments from different clients were like I the reason they called me was because they because they thought you know I was because I was calm and I I you know did portray myself as being able to you know get in solve a problem get the job done and that sort of thing and, and then they had liked my work previously so um, I'm I couldn't be happier with the clients that I got from That's from great. it and just other opportunities and I don't think I think TV is so great if if it's something that you want to pursue and but I feel like it's it with like anything else you have to find what works for you you right. know best and, and suits your personality best and I I still am a regular on the Today Show and tomorrow I'm taping a really cool segment with Ricky Lake that I, I did and. And it's so I'm enjoying all of that kind of stuff. And and it's not to say that I wouldn't do more TV, but I think I'm better suited for like a formatted show where, you know, there's, you know, a a beginning and middle and end with a nice reveal or or no matter what, whatever the format is. Yeah, something like HGTV where, you know, yeah. Yeah, you know, reality show that. Um, Yeah go into like more personal, that sort of thing. Cause I always said, you know, we all have a talent and that's what I would rather, you know, show off than just, you know, me being silly or doing something funny or, you know, which I don't mind showing that either, but I'd rather it be like skill based, you know, yeah. which Bravo shows. It definitely shows people. And I think everyone's super talented on it, but I just always wish they would show more. Yeah, I do. You know? I know. I know. So many good projects and clients. And it just all that feels stuff. like that they figured out though, that the, the, the way to make it work to get good ratings is because I don't think, you know, Jenny, what you were saying is like, how do they get good clients? I think the people who have the money to hire this level of designer get it. And especially in LA, they get it. It's entertainment. But for the rest of the world who's sitting wherever, you know, so detached from this LA world, they want entertainment. They want to see this crazy, you know, madcap, Right. Stash going on with big money being tossed around, you know. I get that, Megan, but in the end, they do have a real business. Yeah. Well, that was always my concern, Joni. That was always my number one priority with with the whole situation. Um, You know, maybe I would have let go and who knows, jumped in the swing (laughs) they did had I not been, but... I did, you know. I, I could have uh, taken a bath, like Jeffrey. <laughs> I, I told Linda last year that my my mother almost had a heart attack when she saw the preview because she thought she glanced at it and thought it was me, and they th- thought I was insane for doing a reality show anyway. Uh-huh. A really conservative family. They just thought it was. They thought what? Where's Where are you from? The Midwest? No, I'm from Northern California, San Francisco, oh. in the Bay Area. We're in the city. No, in the East Bay. On the East Bay. Oh, yeah. Piedmont or what? Where, like, I went to college at St. Mary's College in Moraga and oh. grew up in that whole area. Got it.
You know what? The, this cabin in um, Tahoe, I think it's your parents. Yeah. Um, I think those those old cabins that were built in the 70s in Tahoe and Mammoth, um, yeah. which are the mountain ski resort areas in California, I think those are so challenging. And I am so, I think you've just done such a great job working with what you have there, the bones that you have, because they can go so kind of the um, kitschy and themey looking quickly. And Boy, can they? Yeah, and there were. I'm sorry, the '70s in Tahoe was a dark period for design. <laughs> it was really bad. Sure. Um, but and that's a little place that my parents got. That's kind of at the foothills of a of um, North Star, and they actually don't. Their their place in Nevada is maybe 25 minutes away from there, and they thought it'd be really fun to get a place where we could all ski and ev- everything. And I thought, oh, that's great. And then I saw it, and I was like. Oh, not so great. <laughs> you can do it. You can fix it. And it, it was actually really fun. I did. And it was, you know, we, we ripped out a lot of bad stuff. But the only thing I kept was that original paneling because it at least had a patina on it. Well, and the um, River Rock. See, those River Rock fireplaces or in Mammoth, they do all that, um, that, um, Oh, what's the rock? Volcanic rock? That black? Oh, that weird 70s stone. Yes. And well, that was what was there, and I had to take yeah. it out, put the river rock in. Oh, you put that in? Yeah, because that's classic. That's yeah. Like 10 years from now, it'll still look good, you know? Right. I love what you say here. I've seen marriages practically fall apart over wood-paneled walls. It's typically the guy who loves them and the wife who loathes them. Yeah. I, I write about that on my blog so much, you know, and my mind always is don't tell the husband, just paint it, right. and, you know. How many times have we had that argument, all of us, with, with people, and I always say, I hate to break it to you, but this wood, it's not it's that special, right. yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> these guys think, oh, it's wood. I know, <laughs> wood and brick. Same thing with floors. I was just saying that Somebody to someone Somebody write a book about men and women over wood, you know, the wood, know, right. old, the old dining room table from France. There's a great joke in there somewhere. The devil on <laughs> tundras that are there. I, I love it already. Oh, I know, I do. Off that. I'm sorry. Okay. Hilarious. But no, 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 no. But they get this dining room cable from Sears, and they think just because it's old, it's nice, and it's just not, you know. And, and I love your beach house too. I love that in here. You talk about oh, your beach thank house. you. Thank you so much. Is Kevin Paulson um, the painting above? Yes, I've used in that one um, entertaining story, right? Yeah. 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 I sell his work at my store, and um, I was introduced to him years ago, um, and he I just think he's so talented. And does he do, does he do stuff, like, like has Ruthie um, Summers used to his work, like on walls, like maybe? Yeah, she, yeah, yeah he'll okay, do, a, you know, paint an entire dining room mm-hmm. and whatnot. Yeah. Is that on page 210? Uh, this painting, yeah, it's 156, the one I'm looking at. It's really beautiful. Oh. I can see his lines, though, that it reminds me of his work, and I wasn't sure if he was that guy that yeah. I knew. Yeah. He's pretty great. Um, I, one thing I really like about this book is that it's very, very user-friendly in the sense that it gives you all these really great ideas that are doable. There's nothing about this that it, – it's really inspiring because it's really colorful, and but you give all these little pointers on how – I'm sitting there, right? I'm thinking spice plums. That might be a good thing to give for Christmas. You know, you, you have recipes in here. Um, I know. I love got, the party I wanted to, I think it goes back to my days – at Domino Magazine, where I was a, the, a contributor and I was their entertaining expert. And I, I learned so much uh, working with them and such a great staff. And, and, and all the shoots I did for them, I, 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 I primarily worked under Derek Hapanegra, who's now at Veranda. They all taught me so much about, you know, putting a spread together and laying things out and how to produce segments and when I started to do the book and started laying it out with my editor um, at Abrams, all of that kind of came back to me. And I was really you know, adamant about 
breaking down the, the rooms and, and, you know, some of them are, you know, rather, kind of grand looking, at least for me. And, and, and then some of the parties and things are really over the top, like the Indian thing. And then yeah. some are really simple, but all of them, I kind of wanted to break it down a little bit and try and explain to the reader how I got there. And which is kind of what Domino was so masterful at. It was just really kind of the breakdown of everything and, and had so much takeaway and, I wanted to give as much takeaway as I could in the book. So it wasn't just a gigantic book of pretty pictures, which is great, but I would like, I, I would hope that people could like take away something from it. And like you said, if, if you know, one person went out and made spice plums, I'd be stoked. I like these, uh, you've got these, um, silhouettes of, uh, stag, um, on page um, 162, and oh, yeah. then the following pages, you just show how easy it is to do, and it really, that graphic punch and the symmetry is really nice. Um, but, but, yeah. I love that. What is that woman's name? American style, um, gosh, I'll have to remember who it is. This, it, this reminds me of this book from the 80s that was similar with all these interiors and then recipes and Martha Stewart. <laughs> no, it was it's not Martha Stewart. She's this um I'm sure I have it sitting around here somewhere in my office. The book does kind of have a Martha Stewart esque yeah. entertaining because mm -hmm. without there just being a recipe, it's also showing you how to have a party around the recipe. Right. You know? Mm -hmm. which is I so met great. Martha. I, I met her Maybe a month and a half ago, I did um, Kevin Sharkey's show for on on Martha's serious radio. Oh, channel. I heard that. That's and a, yeah. It was I was so ridiculously dumb. I just froze, and I mean, <laughs> I think of all the different people that I know and have met, and or, or you know, friends with that are super famous and whatnot, and I just froze because I. Whether people love her or hate her or whatever, I, I just admire her so much and yeah. <laughs> and I've, have all her books. And I, I joked on the show with Kevin that, you know, I remember being homesick from school, like really young and, and seeing her Thanksgiving special on PBS. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking wow, what is that? Who is that lady? And can I go move into her house? Like, it was just fantastic. And she's just had a huge impact on me and my business and, and it, by inspiring me. And so she was doing her radio show and she finished up and they said, okay, head on in. And I was standing there, like literally like a five-year-old holding my book close to my chest. And they said, oh, Martha, this is Nathan Turner. He's, he's on next with, with Kevin. And, and she said, oh, it's so nice to meet you. And, you know, I hope you have fun with him. And and I just said, <laughs> hi, nice you, to meet you. You had a fan and girl moment? she was really sweet. She looked at my book and she's like, Nathan Turner's American style. And I said, yeah, it's my new book. And, <laughs> and I was like, I was really dumb. <laughs> and she grabbed the book out of my hand and was looking through it and was really complimentary and loved all the dogs, of course. And then she handed it back to me and she said, it's, it's lovely. I'm so glad we ha we're having you on. And then she left. And then like two minutes later, my PR person came back. She was had ran downstairs and I told her, you didn't get the book? <laughs> like two seconds after she left the room I was like you idiot yeah. eat the book but then we 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 took one back down to our office and gave it to her but I was so nervous it was yeah. crazy oh you know who I was thinking of was uh Mary Randolph Carter oh, oh yeah I know her you do I love her books I love her and her son's a really talented photographer his name is Carter. Yes, he's like a little kid in some of these. In some of these books I've had, they were my mother's. They're from the eighties, and there he's in it as a little little one. That's hilarious. Yeah, there's a great one called American Family Style. And I know that book. Yeah, I love it. Your book reminds me of that. Oh, thank you. Wow. Well, that's just I. It, I do have my family in there, and they're old pictures, and it's really personal and. 
I, it was fun putting together and, and my editor was like totally game for it. And then when the book was turned in and it was, you know, too late to turn back now, all of a sudden I got so scared. I was really nervous. I thought, Oh my God, I'm putting out all this personal stuff and people, I mean, let's be honest. I was on a, you know, a show on, on Bravo. People are mean. People mm. say mean things and do mean things. And I got so scared, but you know, then you, then I you 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 let go of it. You're like, I'm, I'm, you must okay. have to. Yeah, it's yeah. out there. It's out there now. And most people have been nice. Well, there's yeah. yeah. I mean, what's there to say? I mean, it's a it's a lovely book. I can't right. imagine. Yeah. You know, and your anyone. family pictures are are wonderful. And your grandma, ninety nine years old. Yeah, you have a really she beautiful she family. Great grandmother, you guys. Great she died last year at a hundred and three. It's just amazing. She was such a like major. She was such a force. She was such an amazing person. Beautiful. So it's really cool that I get to have all that in a book forever. I I feel. I literally feel like that book is a scrapbook of the past ten years of my life. Your mother must love it. I'm sure. Yeah, she thinks it's really neat. Yeah. Um, What's going on with your brother? Is he like a supermodel? I know. Very handsome. When that came (laughs) out. Every gay in Los Angeles was like, where's that brother and how do I find him? Yeah, he's really, he's really good. I I know. I think actually he was at a party that um, Rhonda did at your place a couple years ago, maybe two or three years. Yeah. Um, And I think someone said, I think they pointed him out because I do remember there was this very good looking guy and... Actually, there are a lot of good-looking guys there. Then, but someone said, "I think that's Nathan's brother." Was he yeah. there? It was probably like every now and then he comes down. But Matthew is a total cowboy, and he is. We my mother's family has a cattle ranch, and we we grew up spending a lot of time there. And Matthew just has that gene; like he can literally communicate with horses, and he's just such a, like you know that's totally who he is, and. Ever since he was small, the girls sure did follow, oh. chase him around. He's kind of a super fox, he for sure. Is. He's married now, right? He is married. And I, Jolene, right? Yes. Okay. I, a friend of mine here owns a modeling agency, and she saw him, and she's like, wait, your brother can do all that stuff? Like, I can book him on, you know, all that those kind of shoots with horses and all that sort of thing. And I told Matthew, and he was like, He's just such a dude. He's like, why would I want to do that? (laughs) You can probably make a ton of money. He's like, no. He's like, that's weird. He actually doesn't really get that he's as good looking as he is. Wait a minute. That's your mother? How old is your mother? You're so young. In Tahoe? Yeah, 162 with your grandmother. Oh, yeah. That's my mom. 182. She, She was probably... 59 at the time. Oh, God. Okay. So I'm your mother's age. Okay. <laughs> well, she's 64 now. Wait, no, 64. She, she loved this. She would love, she'd love it. <laughs> they were discussing her age. <laughs> yeah, she'd love it. Here we oh, oh God. I'm so old. <laughs> I thought it was his sister. So I'm re- I thought his grandmother was his mother, and his sister was his mother was his sister. Yeah, we're well, really make, young. That'll make up for me saying her age on, on radio. <laughs> How old are you? You're so young. No, I just turned 40. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. She is young. She looks so young, doesn't she? Uh, yeah. I have good genes. Yeah. Really? 103. <laughs> you can't ask for anything more than that. Yeah. And healthy. No, it's keeping on for I know, we should let him go. <laughs> now that we've had late our for some Linda, it's a super late for you. Yeah, 12. Let's have to 12. But I'm always up to like one or two anyway. So. Okay. Nathan, yeah. well, thank you. Is there anything else? What else is coming up? Um, anything else besides the launch of the book and your busy, busy business? Anything else we want to share? Um, just th- really right now, I'm just running around out there spreading the word about the book, but you know, anything else coming up, I will definitely keep you all posted because you guys are really fun. Oh, come back. Yeah, let us know. <laughs> are you going on a book tour of the United States? I did a lot. I, I, Pottery Barn sent me, they were gracious enough to host me in several cities and we did, 
New York and Chicago and San Francisco and LA. And I've done, I'll be in Boston (gasps) at some point and I'm doing Atlanta in January Newport Beach in January. So I'm, I'm kind of taking a break. You, know, you guys will laugh. I have a book signing on the 11th of this month in Jakarta, Indonesia. Wow. Because <laughs> I, I have four jobs in Asia right now. Wow, that's Ooh, great. kidding. No. How did I can't even ask how you do how people Because do. of the show. Jakarta? Yeah, I have a client. But what kind of style are you doing? They want my style. They want like a that kind of American Anglo mix matched. Are they American? Nope. And then, is it hard to do there because now your research? Are you just shipping stuff there? Everything's done here in LA. Oh wow! Except, yeah. Oh my God! What a fun job! How does it get there? It takes forty days on a in a container. Great. Yeah. Oh my God! That's exactly seems... right out of Long Beach. <laughs> oh my God! I hand to you. I mean, I gotta hand it to you. That's that's a lot of work. I know it's scary, <sighs> but it's also really exciting. I'm having a really good time. Oh my God! How fun! Yeah, so I'm Are heading... they like beach houses, or I'm doing one in Bali and two in Jakarta, the city, and one in Singapore. Oh, how do you juggle it? And there's only five people besides you. That's massive. I know. I know. Very carefully. Well, I'll be, yeah, ex- I'll be excited for you to come. To, yeah. I'll be excited for you to come to Boston. I'm, I'm also impressed that Pottery Barn, so your book is in Pottery Barn then, right? Yeah, they they were wonderful. Well, I'm in a st- kind of a brand ambassador. I'm a style expert for them. And they um, took the book in most of their stores, and then they did, uh, you know, they did my first four book signings, which was really, really nice. This seems like a good fit. This seems like exactly a great place for it to be. Yeah, I thought so too. And I like working with them. If you look at their website and I've done loads, I'll do loads of videos where we have a great time where I'll take, um, you know, a new summer collection and I will set a table and, and give entertaining tips and kind of do what I do, but using their stuff. And I've had so much fun. They're a really, really great company to work with. Yeah, I noticed. And I like, I use like all that tabletop. I have, Mm -hmm. I I mean, the The pheasant. My book is riddled with the stuff Mm because I just, I I love it. It's like classic. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Great talk. This was so much fun. You guys, it was really fun chatting with you. Thank you for having me. Bye, guys. Bye. This has been the Skirted Roundtable with Megan Arquette from Beach Bungalow 8, Joni Webb from Coat to Texas, and I'm Linda Merrill from Surroundings. Thank you so much for joining us. You can visit us online at www.skirtedroundtable.blogspot.com or download our podcast from iTunes, search for the Skirted Roundtable. However, we definitely recommend you visit us on our website to view all the photographs we post. Thank you so much, and we'll be back soon.